The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Podcast One presents Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze, an entertaining behind-the-scenes look at the world of food, where you'll hear from anyone and everyone from the culinary industry, including restaurateurs, TV hosts, celebrity chefs, producers of your favorite cooking shows, and many more. Now, here's your host, Richard Blaze. All right, everyone, welcome to Starving for Attention. Richard Blaze is here with uh, Jasmine Blaze. Just say something so people know that you're actually here. Here. Jasmine, you're okay? You're like looking to the sky. You just gave me a some, directive and uh, I'm trying to think. Looking for some inspiration. Uh, we're sort of recently back from Aspen Food and Wine Classic. Yeah. Uh, a lot of our upcoming episodes were recorded there. Yeah, we got a nice little string of them. That's right. Which is great. Uh, yeah. Last week's with Jonathan Waxman. Yeah. That was happening in Aspen at the uh, the Hotel Jerome Residences. At the mill. Guess what? This one as well. Yeah. Recorded from the rooftop yeah. penthouse. Plush. Super nice. posh. Yeah. Super plush. The Hotel Penthouse at the Hotel Jerome. They were kind enough to let us in there. Yeah. And then we ordered like a bunch of, bunch of beverages. Yeah. I think... Uh, um, who paid for those? Did anyone pay for those? The hotel we didn't stick them with the bill. I mean, I first so. of all, when we say a bunch of beverages, it sounds like we were popping like you know, Cristal up in there, but it was really just a bunch of Diet Cokes and Pellegrinos, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is totally true. Oh, actually, I have a little bit of a bone to pick. Um, during those two episodes, the one upcoming here mm-hmm. and last week's with Jonathan Waxman, mm-hmm. we had just landed in Aspen. Yeah. Our teams were just getting together, meaning we were running into Cameron and Meredith and our, uh, you know, saying hello to our team for the busy weekend ahead. Yeah. And we were in this awesome penthouse and everyone deserted me to set up the podcast gear and get set up. And you guys were running around like it was MTV Cribs or like it was real world and you were picking out your rooms. Uh, yeah. Like you were. Yeah, well, we, were check- we had to check it out. And I was a little a, bit... A, we had to make sure there was no one like lurking in there. That's true. It's always good just for safety <laughs> uh, reasons to make sure that and there's no one hiding out in the bathroom. Which B, is... we wanted to see the jacuzzi on the roof. So That's true. You know. And then you disappeared. And even in... No, I, I did an interview with another publication beforehand. Oh, and yeah. Like, we had to leave the room. What are you room complaining service, about? You didn't have to leave the room. Room service was knocking on the door. No one was answering it. Like I was like answering doors, doing a media interview, setting up podcast gear. Well, and I was a little bit grumpy. Jack of all trades. You were very grumpy. <clears throat> I wasn't very grumpy. I was trades. a little grumpy. But I had to... It's good for me to clear the air right now. Uh, but this upcoming episode, kind of um, a special one, because it's one of the it's a it's one of the few people that have come on the podcast that like, we've never met before yeah. the time that they that we spoke. True, true. Um, but we've been a massive fan of this person. You just said before we jumped on the mic that I. Well, I mean, I can't. I thought that you presented him an award at the James Beard Awards, yes. but obviously I couldn't remember who you presented him an award night. to. It's a long night. There's lots of awards. It's a long night, but and I remember he won the night that we were there. He did. I think so. Uh, maybe we're like his lucky charm. I think he got. Was it best? I think he might have got best chef. Best like, chef, I think, in that area. No, it I, I might no? have been national. Was it the overall or best cookbook? Like, no, it wasn't the media awards. It no. was like best chef, I think, nationally. Really? Yeah, I'd have to go well, back and amazing. check it out. But he's won so many awards. Right, Michael like, who Solomonov. Who can even keep track? Right. Michael Solomonov is uh, up next here, and uh, really, he has just been like, you know, who, who's another? Who's comparative to like, you know, when you go to the Emmys or the Oscars? Um, oh, that's just like winning, who, who, winning awards. Who's the famous uh, director that like is just racks up? He's a beautiful. He's got a beautiful beard, and he's got a great accent. I'm looking at Jeff. Oh, um, Jeff is got, Jeff has the, got the answer because he's a lot more learned. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Michael Solomonov is the Guillermo del Toro 
of the culinary world when it comes to I awards. I think Michael Solomonov might have more awards. I think Guillermo's uh, nominated a ton, and I know Ooh. he just won for Shape of Water. And he, yes. And he might have won for that space movie, but... Uh, he definitely won something for that, for that yeah. long tracking scene with Clooney as an astronaut. Is, yeah. that, is that the movie that I'm... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's basically... Solomonov is the same way. He's known for these long culinary tracking shots <laughs> where he makes hummus from scratch, Zahav, uh, Israeli restaurant. Like who does, I, I just want to eat that kind of food, though. Like, I could eat that food... Okay, so we're going to get into that is the fact that like so Alan Shia was on here before Uh, we talked about with Michael like the fact that like this, you know, um, Middle Eastern food, Israeli food, uh, just really like uh, the food of that region is just incredibly popular. Do you think it's it's just in all of our DNA? Well, it is. That's what I mean. Oh, like the birthplace of civilization. Are you going there? That's what I mean. I didn't know if we had enough material for this (laughs) open, but like that just cracked. We're in Mesopotamia. So it's going <laughs> to... Minds are exploding. That we all... Yeah. Tigers I and Euphrates. Yes, yeah. that we all right, have in our DNA yeah. the love for like hummus. What is that? Yeah. Well, it could be. It, I mean, if maybe. it makes a lot of sense, right? I don't know. But I could totally... I mean, I, I doubt everybody is like that, but I definitely could eat that But there the might Actually, my stomach is growling just yeah. thinking about like that type of food. I'm also um, trying to finagle a trip to Israel, so... Um, well, you're going for birthright. I don't know. Eli's I trying to work it out for up. me. Eli's, Eli's telling me I'm, I'm a natch. You got a, I'm, a, I'm, a couple of people I think that can in. get you out there for sure. Yeah, and, who else? The Potash well, twins. Now, well, we also, also now said. know Michael Solomonov and Alon Shia. Yeah. And like, I'm pretty sure we can, we're going to Someone's gonna Potash twins. But I gotta, go allegedly, I have to get there under 40. So I only have a year left to work this out. <laughs> well, you got a big year planned. <laughs> I know. You got the party next year, which I'm really, really jacked about. Have we talked about this on the pod? No. Because we... It's my thing, so we've not talked about well, it at all. Well, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah, I okay. mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, the podcast is our thing, sure, so, but okay. I mean, I, I'm taking credit for you. But you had a great idea for your 40th yeah. for just the party. We're going to do a hip-hop trap party. Yeah. Just trap music and some of Those our closest friends. Trap and tacos, I believe. Trap my... and tacos, but, but you I had might, a nice I spin might... to it. What? You want to call the party Party B yeah. in honor of Cardi B. That's and not I true. Think that I, that... Named, I named my party playlist party b that, oh, that's that i'm working on like nine months in advance but we should do also the party should be called party b sure and this is also Could for be. aspen we want to do this i want to i want to spin do kids still spin is that what they call it i want to spin next year at aspen food and wine but i want to do like legit you want to do that trap. opening set at uh, belly up is that what you're shooting Ooh. for no, I don't want to do that. Starting I want to do like an apps, like a like a sort silent of disco? starving for attention. Why themed. don't they do a silent disco? I feel like old have people they not love silent there? discos. Well, not everyone there is old. First of all, <laughs> I mean we're there, right? <laughs> um, I like that idea though. Yeah. So listen, I think we should. Uh, if you if you got any thoughts, hit us up on our. Uh, basically, we want to become what, trap though, music DJs. You know what's going to happen? Hugh Bear Keller and you are going to have to fight. That's fine. A DJ <laughs> You're off? have a bro off. Yeah, like something's going to have to happen. DJ, I mean, I think we spin different music. I know, um, but still. He's a little bit more like Euro stepping. dance, yeah. right? Yeah. And like, oh, I'm yeah. going to go, I'm Definitely. taking it straight. It's like drum and bass. I'm and, taking it yeah. to the street. Like yeah. that, we're going to do like some, some hardcore drops. Um, but I, I think that's going to be awesome. Anyway, speaking yeah. of hip hop and cool things, huh. uh, uh, Michael Solomonoff. Coming up. Also, I remember, no, uh, fashion, like we, we sort of like connected. Oh, you guys twinned. Yeah, you guys were like... Um, uh, uh, I'm from New York. We, he's from Philly. We see this a lot. I, we mentioned it a little bit. I mean, I think um, a lot of chefs are very similar. Yeah, a lot go, of chefs go. have, have um, uh, speaking of the DNA thing, like you guys have very similar patterning. 
Mm. We'll say. I think there's a lot of it come again, not getting into Michael's story or speaking on his behalf because I can't. Yeah, of course. A lot of it is like this failure, like this redemption or this like, yeah. you know, maybe this is like the last thing in my life or the first thing in my life that I can latch on to that's like about. mine. Yeah. And like, this is how I can make you happy while at the same time not destroying my own life. Yeah. You know, like there's there's a, there's a, a, a sort of a saving grace of the culinary world, I think, for a lot of chefs. Um Myself and I think Solomonov for sure. I, yeah. I think I can say that oh, for both of us, right? right. Like, yeah. it was a way to sort of stop doing maybe things that you shouldn't be doing, or even just a way to concentrate in, in a productive way for you know fifteen to eighteen hours a day. Maybe and, I mean I you know I think um, if we're talking about kind of the 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 things that I think we're talking about, which would be like addiction level type things, whether it's drugs or alcohol or whatever, that exists in the restaurant world though even during periods of success. So right. I don't know. It's a weird anyways, but you guys have like a, the desire to just go full force. Like with I think whatever there's it an is. obsessive gene that chefs have. That's, mm. that's what I, I, I guess I'm trying to I, get at. I can't wait till we spin off the Jasmine blaze podcast yeah, it's and it's all about like crystals, cosmos. the cosmos, <laughs> a little like, bit of Zen yeah. and yoga. Like first of all, it would be mad popular. Maybe. Yeah. And, um, but I like how you, today you're going deep into this. Like we all love hummus cause it's in our DNA, which is by the way, a quote of the podcast probably for the last month or so. I feel like I should write a paper on that. I think you should. <laughs> um, which I'm going back to that. Why do we love... So Solomonov, again, he's got, he, he's got a donut shop. I mean, he cooks more food than just Israeli yeah. food. But like, why do we love hummus and yogurt? Why did hummus and yogurt become a thing right. 10, 15, 20 years ago? I mean, we weren't eating hummus 20 years ago. Right. And they're both like kind of health food too. That's they're, the way they entered. So, so right? I think I think that's the common uh, thing there. The right. connection is that it's, it's healthy healthier. food. Yeah. You feel kind of good when you eat it. Yeah. Um, and none of them, I mean, do any of them, does hummus or yogurt sound exotic at this point? Not at all. Not at all. No, <laughs> now, but probably, you know. But if I told you to go leave some milk out at room right. temperature for a couple hours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly. what yogurt is. Uh, that's a totally different different thing, isn't it? Yeah. The truth is most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, not for long enough, and we forget to change our brush on time. Wow, that is kind of tragic. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different? Well, for starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. That makes my teeth feel cleaner, just hearing the word vibrations. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist recommended schedule every three months uh, and it includes free shipping worldwide. That's just $5 including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. And finally, everyone loves Quip uh, they were on Oprah's O list, bow, 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 named one of Time's best inventions, and it's the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed by a network of all, over 20,000 dentists and hygienists, and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash starving right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash starving that's get quip g-e-t-q-u-i-p dot com slash starving anyway michael yeah. solomonov's up uh we had a lot of fun and uh again this is recorded from aspen at the hotel jerome so enjoy michael solomonov <laughs> 
Dude, so listen, I want to just, we're going we're gonna to get right into it because you're, I want to know what it takes. And this is serious. This is sort of like therapy for me, sort of like, um, you know, what's, what's, how do, how do, how do you win awards, dude? <laughs> no, like you, like you are like, like you're just like a hit machine. I don't even, I don't even understand. I don't know. I don't know how I would, how do I, there's, like, but no, but I want, but see, but that's how why. How many awards does it take for me to be as famous and successful as you? Dude, uh, first of all, well, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, thank you for kicking that back at me, but I mean, dude, I have been nominated for one award, and like you have won every time, like every time I'm opening up a magazine or, you know, listening to something, you're you're winning another another award, and like you're not, not just like little, like I win little awards, like you know, if I do a, a tasting at the mall, I might get like <laughs> the, the silver ribbon I or something like that. The tastings at the mall. No. no, I don't know, man. I mean, I think that like we are in this industry that is sometimes not predictable, you know? And um, I'm surrounded by really good, super talented people, and we've got a really good team. And I think that when we opened Zahaf, there wasn't really... Nobody really knew what Israeli food was, you know? And right. I think that maybe that sort of distinguished us a little bit. But it's weird how it goes. I don't really know how you, how you do it. I don't know how you win awards. I don't know how you get... You know, I, I, we're not like I, I'm not trying to like go out there and win popularity contests. No, of course. You know, and I don't spend. I like to spend as much time as I can at the restaurant, which I think helps. Like I think that Zahav, specifically Zahav, um, is just turned ten, right? And so, you know, oh ten, my gosh, ten years yes. is a long wow. ten years. Time. Okay, what is ten years in restaurant <laughs> life? Hundred years. Like hundred years. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. right. You're ready. Thing. You're ready for yeah. like the. Um, the Smuckers commercial on today's show. Exactly. Like you turned a hundred. Exactly. Super. Here's the Hav. They turned ten. Announce my name on the Today Show. You know. Right. And show a picture of me wearing like a muumu or something like that. I don't even know. But like I, so but every year, you know, we're trying to get better and we're trying to give a better experience and renovate and and and. and Reinvent, and I think that um, that is the key to success for us. It's just this, you know. There are these opportunities to rest on your laurels, right? You know. Yes, I am of yes. someone who rests on my yes. laurels. No. I've been resting on laurels for ten years. I wasn't trying to insinuate. <laughs> no, no, it's true. This is good. This is a therapy session for me. At the end of the day, we don't need to like we don't need to continue to invest um, in this sort of like like monetary capital and then this emotional capital. I'm trying to make the restaurant better and better, but it's what we do. And the more and more we grow, the more that I get invited to these. I've never been invited to this like the Aspen Food and Wine thing. This is not your first. This is your first. I'm not cool like you, bro. First, of, first of all, no one. Uh, do you like these sneakers? This is a. I'm gonna put them up on the Instagram so people can. Uh, do you like them or yeah, not? Be honest with me because we're yeah. just meeting. Are they and, like, comfortable or what? They're super comfortable. <laughs> they look comfortable, yeah. right? They're like they're like new dad shoes. Like, I like them, dude. Yeah, I like them a lot. Why? What's no? Only dudes like them. That's like what I'm learning is every yeah, every yeah. every woman that has seen these yeah. is thinks that they're hideous. Yeah. Oh, what about these? And there's a lot of cool cool ladies here too. Oh my gosh, dude! First of all, you got camouflage socks on. I do, and I should be wearing socks right now. It's like 100 degrees up. Yeah, but if, we, if you're wearing socks I mean, they're camouflaged That's pretty baller I'm so nobody can see yeah, This is great What we're going to do Is selfie now That's what I mean Because I love I love camo Like how um, Like, like you know um, They love like uh, Animal print In the Jersey like Jersey Shore yes. yeah. right? I like camo too, man yeah. You know what I got? Just, I got a camo. Is it like Is it a manly? Is it like sort of like I mean like If you and I open Like some sort of Like fashion label We'd sell it to only Like four other people Like us but, <laughs> Dude, I got a Camo thermal 
Nice. Wow. Like, yeah. like sick. Well, and then one of my kids threw up all over it, so I had to get rid of it. But no, but that just—you oh, got rid of it. Yeah, because that, that been a lot of throw up if you had to get rid of it. I mean, a camo is no less. But right. it was it, right. Like, what color camo? Was like, it, was it obviously it was, it was, it was like, not strawberry yogurt? It wasn't yeah. desert beige. <laughs> So was, was it? <laughs> yeah, no, it was a pretty volatile. Do you have a, so now that I, I didn't think this was going to go sort of the fashion route, but yeah. Um, so like I have certain rules with like camo. Like I can't wear more than like two. Like I can't wear a camo top and a camo no, and no, camo no, shorts. That's she a had Joe. Yeah, that's a different situation. <laughs> right. No, but like I mean, do, I mean, I, no, I don't, is that a rule that you you I, don't, I, I wear camo. Only one. I don't wear camo shorts anymore because I used to only wear like camo cargo, cargo shorts. Same. And yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. And as I'm wearing them yeah. right now, well, those are that cargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. these are kind of um, new also. So I'll wear camo not often, <laughs> but I do love camo. You know, I'm like a camo tank top, man. Yeah, yeah. suit. It's like a, amazing. Yeah, nice. You know, you can well, also, like also, you're you're you're, you're, totally. you're also pretty fit, right? I mean, so I mean, the two I, things that you just mentioned, I could not even wear a tank top and a thermal. Oh, come on, dude! If you yeah, saw me in a thermal, it was like I'm like I would have like a stop, river river stop. raft around me. Yeah. No, I'm so our fashion label should be like self deprecation, right? Obviously, Dark yes. Yeah. I, I, I can. Be, you know what? That's where I can be. Well, is this a self deprecating contest? That's where I can get the award right there. But we're gonna now have to definitely put up the selfie because. The frames, I, yeah. and when you mentioned too, the frames are just. Yeah, you and I are like, yeah. Okay, so listen, we started unpacking like how you win awards. You, you said it's te- teamwork and hard work. You, you know, your team and then yeah. hard work. You being in the kitchen, but like, I feel like there's got to be something else. Like, I'm really trying to figure out like. Do you think also some of it was time and place? Like you mentioned... I definitely think it was time and place. I mean, if we opened Zahav today, it would be probably received very differently. We're much better than we were, obviously. Well, we if you opened Zahav today, though, it would be the you know 90th Zahav right. that right. opened up, yeah. right. right? So it's how do you... Yeah. Is that the biggest compliment? Not not that, obviously, a genre of food, you can't have multiple restaurants, but how many you know Israeli-inspired I, restaurants I have opened it's, since? It's really weird because we opened Zahav... Um, and it was such a, it is, continues to be such an immensely personal restaurant to me. And when we opened, I remember with my partner, we were asking people for money, you know, and we had people that were certainly had been to Israel, maybe some were partially Israeli or whatever. And they were like, what's it like an Israeli restaurant? What does that mean? You know? And it was this sort of mission. Like we wanted to be able to promote this country through food. We wanted to be able to celebrate the good things the Israel that I'm attached to that I love and do it and bring it to sort of market you know and not make just falafel and shawarma or falafel and shawarma at all actually um, but really delve into the different the hundred different cultures that make up Israel you know and it Kind of, it worked, you know. That so yes, it's a compliment when people are opening up Israeli restaurants. I think it's really cool. I'm still a super narcissistic, insecure line cook. Yeah, it's like oh, you bit on my recipe, like because <laughs> right. I like invented, you know, like no, I didn't invent because you invented hummus, right? I invented right exactly. Hummus. Okay. No, but like the, what I think is awesome is that now Israeli food is like a thing and, yeah. I'm, and I, I didn't invent that either I'm like part of it but it just it's my life's work you know so it's like cool to be yeah, to see that happen popularize it speaking about hummus one of my um, one of my chefs ran up to me this is like a year ago and was yeah. like so pumped they're like this is I got we're gonna do this we're gonna do a hummus thing and we're, we're using the tahini that the guy the guy uses it's a half you know so, like yeah. it wasn't even like it was just like it was this mystic uh-huh. Sort of ingredient. How from was this. it? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, I want to take a minute here and talk about underwear. That's right, everyone. Underwear. Everybody needs it, and new is better than old, and they have to be comfortable. So you should get some Me Undies. Me Undies stay put, no moving around. They come right to your door. You can get a matching pair for your partner, and listen, you're going to love them. I love them. I'm wearing a pair right now, socks and underwear. This is a no risk offer. They'll make sure you get the perfect pair for you, and if you're not happy, they'll refund the cost. That's right, refund the cost, and you get to keep them. And because you're listening to me, you'll get 15% off your first pair and free shipping. Go to MeUndies.com slash starving. That's MeUndies.com slash S-T-A-R-V-I-N-G. And here's an extra gift for you. Order a pair, take a screenshot of your transaction and send it to me and I'll send you another pair. You get one for 15% off and then another pair from me free. That's Richard Blaze sending a pair of MeUndies to you. The first 25 people to send a proof of purchase, a screenshot of your purchase, a picture of the package when they arrive, send it to me, I'll send you another Another pair for free. That's right. Richard Blaze from Starving for Attention is sending you a second pair of MeUndies for free. Just send your proof to gift at podcastone.com. Put starving in the subject line and you'll soon have another pair in your collection. Let's do this, everyone. MeUndies.com slash starving. Well, that's a lot of fun. I get to send people underwear. This is like a big day for the podcast. Hey everyone, if you like my show, you're going to love Make Spidey Famous Again. It comes out each week on Podcast One and the hosts are the OG reality stars from MTV's The Hills, Spencer Pratt and Heidi Montag, and their miracle baby Gunner. Each week, they're going toe-to-toe with some of the biggest legends of reality TV. Don't miss their most recent guest, Sean Booth from The Bachelorette. And maybe they should get Richard Blaze from, I don't know, uh, Top Chef. Hey, check out Make Spidey Famous Again on Podcast One, PodcastOne.com, and Apple Podcasts. And also remember to rate and review their show and ours. Now back to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. What do you think about my loft, by the way? This is pretty, ridiculous. I just put a down payment on this thing, I think. Dude, it's so yeah. good. Bro. Like the There's a jacuzzi right up, up here. I want, um, after you know what I want? Like, when I can get a f***ing house that has a pool and there's parked motorcycles next to the pool, like oh, hip-hop videos from the 90s, right. yes. totally. I will realize I success. Do, do you like hip-hop? Yeah, I love it. Oh, dude, nice. bro. Oh, Come my on. God. Yeah, the 90s, yeah, hip-hop yeah, from the 90s? Hip-hop from the 90s is yeah. the best. Early 90s hip-hop? Oh, Nothing better. Because what happened to lyrics? Oh, my God. Or I mean, are we, right now, just so you know, we're kind of like two older white dudes. Mm-hmm. We are. Talking complaining about, about hip-hop in the 90s. Um, but, like, there is. Like, lyrics have sort of changed, right? Lyrics like, are... <laughs> music is... <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know, man. There's, I mean, early 90s East Coast and even West Coast hip-hop was just something... Oh wait, were you were you in the sort of East Coast versus West Coast well, like? I I was into so you was, were I, you I were Biggie versus Tupac or what? Like, because I feel like Tupac actually is from the East Coast originally, but like I I, I think Tupac is amazing. I think like um, Snoop. Oh my God, when The Chronic came out, yes. Oh my God, so good. But even like original Outcast, I remember Black Sheep. Do you remember mm, Black Sheep? I do. Jungle Brothers, yeah. mm-hmm. Tribe. Oh like, Jungle, you're oh gonna that's God. yeah that that's my so, right there. So good. yeah, Jungle Brothers yeah, were house. Music. People yeah. don't even remember that. Really, they weren't even hip hop. Exactly. So for me, I, I remember when the original Black Sheep came out. It was Wolf in a Black Sheep's clothing, and it was like the best, the best music ever. And it just crushed it. And I thought it was just—I don't know—it it sort of told the story, and it was amazing. And it wasn't. I felt like it was a bit real. And I, who the 
who am I to talk about what real is when it comes to like hip hop or whatever? But I just feel or like the original Fugees. Oh yeah. My God. yeah. But you're but actually there's a parallel there, right? Because I feel like that's what you did with Sahaf, right? You're, it was real, right? You were telling uh, your story. I was telling a story that was important to me, and it was like not just when we opened Sahaf, we were. You know, I wanted to make, like, really fancy food. And, dude, we did this little room where we did, like, this, like, you know, 10-course tasting menu. And then there was, like, the casual, which was me just ripping off dishes from Israel. Um, and, and it sucked because not only did that concept not work, and I wasn't giving, I wasn't giving the effort or the, the attention or the love to the what actually made up Israeli food. It was more about an ego thing. I was also... In active drug addiction, I went to rehab four months after we opened the restaurant. Wow! Which was right before um, the economy like fell apart. Right. And the Phillies were in the World Series and won World Series, which is great if right. you don't own an Israeli restaurant. Right. If you have right. like, a bar with like a TV, right. it's awesome. Amazing. If you are like trying to like withdraw from like hard drugs and you have a restaurant that's doing like. I don't know, 15 covers a night. Right. And we have like 100 seats. It doesn't work. So that was the beginning of Zaha? It sucks. We almost closed. I that, read this, but that, what was it that something turned for you, right? You got well, a big media placement or something we, happened. We got right? a, a couple of things happened. One, we were like doing the fancy fine dining thing that was only ego driven, didn't work. I was like, recovering. I was just talking about that, yeah. I was in yeah. recovery and I was working my ass off because I literally couldn't like be anywhere but work and trust myself you know and we had to really listen to our guests and my partner was like dude stop reinvent he's like stop just taking making like the best like nobody cares how good my shakshuk is because if it's February in Pennsylvania it's not going to be as good as like Dr. Shakshuk in Yafo overlooking the Mediterranean Sea right the context is everything right and he's like dude you're a chef not a grandmother that's been making the same dish. You have to get creative. Did you just say Dr. Shakshuka? There is a restaurant that's called Dr. Shakshuka. That's amazing. For also, real. it would be a dope MC name. Uh-huh. Dr. Shakshuka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like When you and I decide that it's that's gonna to happen. retire. Yeah, yeah there's going to be a Jungle Brothers so Camel theme. And, uh, yeah. We'll have a clothing line yeah. and we'll sell Four records and, and uh, Shakshuka, I think, too. Under Dr. Shakshuka. Um, Dr. Shakshuka go to prison? He did. So that's how he learned how to make Shakshuka. There's a mic over here, Cameron. Wow. You should jump. jump so Dr. Shakshuka was. He was. Um, he uh, he used to run numbers like he was like a. a you know, he's part of like the uh, Libyan mob in Yafo right. when he went to prison. And when he was in prison, he was making shakshuka for all the cellmates. And First of all, said, you should be you're a do- you should be uh, a doctor. Like your shakshuka is so good. And Why are we like, not Dr. shooting shakshuka. the Goodfellas parody yeah. instead of slicing the garlic? We're Paulie slicing the garlic. We got to make the shakshuka. Honestly, he looks like a Paulie. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. We should definitely do this. We got to yeah. do that. This is yeah. this is happening. So, so big, big, massive story of redemption, and uh, it seems like the, one of the other keys then was turning the mirror on yourself and not making it about you, the food, or the I mean, ego, and, yeah, and having it, it be more about the guests and telling the story. In life, it is like, for me, in every aspect of my life, it is taking myself out of the equation and pulling myself out of it and giving and giving and giving. And when I was using, I was so self-centered. I was so self-absorbed. And it's such a non-generous thing. When you flip it, and you try to give as much as you can to your guests and your employees and your team, things start to happen. You know, the magic starts to happen. And 
when you put yourself out there and you give and give and give, it becomes infectious, right? Like the, 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 the guests feel this sort of relationship. And that, to me, the good service and good hospitality and food, of course, has to be great. Service, you have to have like nice stuff. I get it. But there's like magic in restaurants and in service and in, in hotels and, and what we believe. Well, what's yeah. the, uh, let's continue the uh, spirit of giving. What's, what's some of the top tips you could give to the young chefs listening, not to win the awards. Cause I know you said that just kind of happens, but running a great restaurant, running a great restaurant. I think taking the awards out of it, I think it is totally putting yourself out there and trying to exceed with every single guest. And that sounds cliched, but like you go through the, the list of VIPs that you have. And what we do sometimes is I'll say to a busser, hey, pick a four top or pick a deuce that we have no information on. We've never seen them before. Maybe they've been here. Probably not. Right. And let's just like lay it out. You know, we can do whatever you want. I'll buy their meal. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. But you do that. And what you start to do is inspire um, and you sort of motivate. And you also set up these parameters for the way that we should be treating everybody. So I, that's what I think you should do. I don't think it's about you. I think it's like if you have to sit there and be like, the guest doesn't understand why, like, why don't they get this dish? It's so, you know, I'm like, so, so cerebral. The way I've played it is so lovely. It, it makes perfect sense. Then you're, you're doing something wrong. You know, so so it's become more about culture and less about culture and the relationship between the team and the guests is the most mm -hmm. important thing. Nice. Um, I know your time's super valuable. Um, we're going to, since it's your first Aspen. Yeah, I think we like to play a couple little games on the oh, pod, God. and this yeah. is it's not it's it's, it's it's super super light stuff. Camouflage. Um, this this is going to be sort of. Um, would you rather a game oh we a game God. we call Would You Rather? You Our kids play it. You're, yeah, you, you've probably played it before as, as a parent. Yeah, with your team. There you go. Yeah. Um, so these are things that sort of happen in Aspen that you might have been. Wait, already. I kind of want to hear what you play with your team. Oh yeah. Like how do you do? Uh, would you rather like around uh, what? It's usually like it's like violent a little bit. So it'd be like, <laughs> Would you rather? Um, it'd be like, Would you rather? Oh, I'm trying to think about it. Usually, it involves like chopping off a, like a limb, right. eating it. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, that's pretty much yeah. how. What, like, what are our kids? Our kids' that's, favorite kids one is like, yeah. oh, would you rather be eaten by bumblebees? <laughs> right. Or what would be the like other one? Shark right, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be like, would you rather, um, uh, like, it, for like uh, one million dollars, would you cut off your pinky toe and ingest it? Yeah, oh, totally. would you? Easily. For a million dollars? Yeah. Matter of fact, like my right pinky toe is about to fall off because I'm a runner. So like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Because it also would be a little crunchy because it's kind of gnarly right now. Yeah, and it's kind of useless. And a million dollars? Yeah, it's a completely balls useless feet for proper stuff, running, right? Yeah, I, I think I could do it without a pinky toe. Do it? I'm going to do it. Yeah. Do it. A million bucks? All right, so would you rather... Um, okay, about that? Oh, I like this. You flipped this on. Would yeah, rather, let's do it. Would you rather... Would you rather... I'm good at this game. Just be... Just yeah. to be clear. You know where the gondola I'm going to make this Aspen related. Yeah. Oh, the, nice. The, the yeah. wheel thing goes on the court, right? Yeah. Would you rather put your finger yeah. inside the gondola wheel thing? Oh, or would you rather... This is gone in a faces of death sort right of scenario. Uh, oh, who's showing up my to, foot? To, finger or foot? Finger or hand. Let's say hand, hand? into the gondola wheel. Yeah. yeah. Or a great white shark biting off your foot. Uh, oh, I I'm, am I assured that the shark will clean bite and I live? And no, and you're also not assured that you can repair your right. hand after right. getting across. I still say foot because it's a good story. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going shark bite. Yeah. Shark bite? Because I yeah. still, like, I still. I, 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 met, I met someone. I have, like, the, you know, I've watched shark week. Yeah, I still have the, like, punch him right in the nose and you'll be okay. Yeah. Like, 
Like I know, confronted with a shark, I you would think just you could like fight back? you would eat that. Front yeah, I would just yeah. eat me. Yeah. But clean, clean, I think that is a good story. And also, like I don't know, like if you're if you're going up the gondola, and like yeah. your your hands right, and then people. It, yeah. Also, there's this thing about people would see me, and I'd be really weird about Especially that. Especially here, I wouldn't want to be embarrassed like, as I was dying. Chef Blaze, yeah. can you please sign this? Oh my no, god! Right. My right. Oh my god, is that Richard Blaze? And I'd be trying to play it off like I was intent, like oh no, this is just a joke. You're on top, chef. Hey, meet me up top with some nitrogen. We're gonna cauterize my arm when we get up there yeah we're about to take the picture with all the chefs with like yeah. champagne you have to put that yeah I know you, that I, on sweet. <laughs> well, you flip the game on us these are not going to be as good as your questions these aren't as gory uh, yeah so uh, pre-game party or after party when you're at events like this you're like hanging out before or after doing the socializing I'm like, a, I'm like an old sober man's yeah, so me too. You, you and I so, both, by the way. So I don't know. I mean, pregame, I think, is okay. I, oh, you know what we did last night? We went... Because um, pregame can just be some, like, crudite and stuff. You know it what I did? It doesn't have to be, no, like... I'm going to get know, real with you for a second. Yeah. Can I get real? Yeah. So yesterday, there was, uh, there was the, like, red carpet thing. Yeah. Was, mm-hmm. Which is the pregame. Right. Yeah, yeah. Directly across from the street, street from it was an amazing 12-step meeting. Literally. So I went from wow. red carpet and walked to like a 12-step 12, 12 meeting. Was there for one hour. Went back to the red carpet thing and then left and then we went to the after party which was um, a Robert uh, Randolph okay. family band sure which was at playing at, um, at, uh, at Belly Up nice yeah. so I, that was an amazing after party yeah I think after parties are a little bit weird when you don't drink I totally you know? agree. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't drink either. You you just sort of there is a good people watching element of it, especially here because the altitude. People have like three glasses oh, of yeah. like boob and they're yeah. like, ah, yeah. you yeah. know me. And they're also yeah. like super rich, yeah. and like that combination of being like altitude drunk and super rich is a dangerous <laughs> cocktail. <laughs> it's a dangerous cocktail. So you get your hands stuck. Um, okay, um, you've done you've done these festivals before though. This is your first Aspen, but are you more of a I'll do a course in a dinner and it'll be a collaborative dinner or a live demonstration. Would you rather? Which one? Uh, I don't I think a course. I'm probably. surprised that this is, yeah, I'm surprised that this is like taking you so long to answer. I think yeah. a course. I mean, I do them both and I'm like literally doing a full dinner with a demo in like an hour from now. So I don't really mind it. I mean, the course thing is okay. What I have, what's hard for me, and I'm sure you can relate, is I'm like, if you want the best, like, Sahab meal, you just gotta come to the restaurant. Right. right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I can do a course, but it's like the same thing. Now, the culture is a little bit different. I don't want to sit in somebody else's kitchen and have to, like, watch everybody drink beer and, like, smoke weed and, like, talk about like so you so now you'd rather do the presentation. I think I, I am like one hundred and twenty percent presentation right yeah. now in my life. Like I have no unless and if I'm going to do the the course in the dinner, I want to do the first course. So you can bounce. and I'm, I'm going to bounce and you're going to hate exactly. me for it. And then like you're a lot you'll lose. Than I, I'm not like they don't. No, I'm not cool. Not, Everyone not thinks I'm a dick anyway. So I'm like right. I'm just going to leave anyway. But like, you're not bouncing matter. to do anything fun. You're just bouncing to go. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to leave our dinner and I'm going to go to the hotel and work out. Yeah, that's what you would do. Yes, you guys are dude. We're like yeah, we're like you guys have like a special gym in here. There's a connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wish we actually were staying here. We're not, yeah. but um, where are you guys staying? At the we're at the Regis. Okay. Yeah, of course you are. Yeah. No, what is it? Of course where are you, you are. Staying? I'm staying. I'm staying on the street. I'm staying on the sidewalk. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. staying at the Jerome. The Jerome. Yeah, I'm kidding. After dinner yeah. tonight, let's work out at the Jerome. Okay. Yeah. What do you? What is your thing? What's your workout thing? Um, I like you look that. like you got a thing. Like you do jujitsu or something. I do boxing. I'm a boxer. I like to box. Is that just like you? If you're from Philly, like you have to be a boxer. Music. 
wake up in the morning, I drink three raw eggs, and I run up the rocks. Right. So, no, but it's cool because it's not like weightlifting. Right. So we can do like medicine balls and all that. Okay. We can wear a camel. I'm also like really that makes me nervous because I'm not. I don't have any friends. I don't have any guy friends really. So like I'm like when you say let's go work out, that makes Would me like her? Joe over here is my best guy friend, and I see him twice a year. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Yeah, and he looks like he's like court ordered to hang out with you too. Yeah. He's like, a hundred percent. Yes, his wife is my manager. So it's like, do I have to jump totally on the phone, Blaze? Yesterday on the phone with him, he got he gave me one of those. Oh, here's Meredith. I got into Astro Meredith. Yeah. I just the conversation reached an, an uncomfortable totally. end for and Joe, and he was like, like here's Meredith. Fifteen percent anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Come to the drum We might do that. Okay. Okay. If you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP. You might even know what it stands for, but what does it actually mean? The same goes for invoice, list price, and dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody. All you're really looking for is a price that actually means something, introducing true price from true car. Now you know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories, before you even get to the dealership. True car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of home, which is super, super sweet. And how do you know if your true price is a great price? Because true car shows you what other people paid for the same car that you want, and your certified dealers know this so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business so when you're ready to buy a new or a used car visit true car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience some features are not available in all states um okay how about this one um here in aspen so now that i know especially you're into the fitness are we hiking rafting or biking so yesterday i actually went mountain biking with my pastry chef camille cogswell who just won a rising star yes yeah, that's right she just won away. another award yeah so uh and she's like i was like hey we gotta go mountain biking and she's like cool and then we get the bikes and we're approaching this um, ridiculously steep uphill thing and she's like I've never been on a mountain bike before and I'm like oh, cool. oh nice. uh, and this altitude thing is real it dude. is real it is yeah. like dude I was in the weeds we had to push it a little bit but then we go down and it was sick so mountain biking definitely rafting I like all of it I really do like all of it mountain biking to me is a way to get in nature and it's a sick workout too yeah really so cool. now that you know uh, the next would you rather would be just going raw raw like you did or what about the little oxygen boost you can get all these sort of inhalation I'm going to do raw again yeah, yeah. I'll do okay tomorrow. you don't want no help no not even the little no. okay no. nice um, did you do the 5k nobody told me about the 5k but I got up this morning and everybody was like wearing oh my gosh the 5k yeah that's nice, so right? sad that's your first again, time next cool. time next time though. next year yeah, yeah. Um, did you run the 5k no, I did it because we just flew in today but I, oh. I usually run it and I mean, usually like Bobby Flay and Marcus Samuels and just destroy me. Bobby, one year, Tim Love yeah. beat me, and, and wow. like it's still like one of the worst things that's ever happened <laughs> in my life. No, yeah. it's, like, yeah. it's like burn your restaurant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, those guys are. Nope. They seem like no Flay and yeah. Samuelson. Yeah, not an issue. But what's their but time? Do you know? Man, I don't. I mean, it's like twenty. Yeah, 26, twenty. Low, low twenties, like probably yeah. even like oh, under twenty five. Under twenty five. So what do they do? They run like six minute miles or what? Yeah, yeah Mark, I'm pretty sure Marcus is on a on a five. He all looked like he came in the hotel. Hey, man, how you doing? Right. Yeah. Oh, hey. You didn't break a sweat. No. Not at all. He just cruises in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michael Solomonov, uh, so so great hanging me out. Last thing we do on the show is we do this thing called 86. It's 86. What's one thing that you would like to 86 in the world, in your restaurants, in just the food world in general? And Aspen, it could be as heavy as you want it to be or not at all. 
the most popular answers have been Caesar salad and Donald Trump, just to give you... Uh, I, uh, one answer was Caesar salad and Donald Trump simultaneously. No, I mean, I ate a Caesar salad and I would... Yeah. yeah. Well, the other answer is a lot of chefs like, yeah, love Caesar salad. No, I love right, Caesar salads. I definitely hate Donald Trump, but, but I think that, unfortunately, um, I think it's greater than that. I think that... Uh, the sort of volatility and anger, you know, and the sort of fear of the other, the other, is right? What we have to have to lose. If that, if that went away, if people were a little bit more patient and less polarized with their thinking, there would be no issue with Donald Trump. It is so aggressive, right? All, uh, in, in every we are forced way. in this, unfortunately, in this day and age, and this is like a media thing, but this is also just this sort of like you know anger that we all have. It's like you wake up in the morning and you have to pick some sort of side. Yeah, you know, and it's just like exhausting, dude. So. I hear you. Thank you so much, brother. Thanks, we bro. appreciate Thank it. Enjoy so your first Aspen food and wine. Thank you so much. We're gonna see you at the '80s party. I hope, right? Oh yeah. Because I feel like we're gonna dance a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. That might when happen. What is the '80s party? It's uh, tomorrow night. It's the 90s. Oh, it's a '90s Even party. It's a 90s Whoa! Party. It might be. Do you know any moves? Or it's like say by the um, I've been working on. Um, I've been working on new moves actually. So I got to go back into my '90s. I could probably do the Running Man. I could do some like Kid and Play stuff. Yeah, we can figure that out, dude. Thank you so much. I hope some of that magic rubs off man we appreciate it thanks for spending your time with us absolutely thanks for listening to starving for attention with richard blades download new episodes every tuesday on the podcast one app apple podcasts or podcast one.com hey everyone thanks so much for listening today and thank you to our sponsors who make all of this possible for you uh me undies get 15 percent off your first pair and free shipping visit meundies.com slash starving to true car visit true car for a better car buying experience and quip get your first refill pack free go to getquip.com slash starving thanks sponsors